We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Not the prettiest game, not the prettiest win, but maybe the most important this early in the season. Yeah, we mentioned pride and character. We knew they had it. I like the defense the last five minutes of the game. It was riveting. And the five-game home losing streak comes to an end. Julius Randle celebrates with his family. Uh, let's get through some of these. Robert Cross with one more. Is it fair and reasonable to say I will believe in Santa Claus before I believe in Randle being traded? I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag 53 wins. I'm not going to tell you not to believe in Santa. I still believe in Santa, Robert. Um, I'm, I'm telling you. Telling you. I think there's a chance. That's all I'll say. I can't sit here and convince you. Jude Sanan, hashtag tank. One win doesn't change what we should do. Um, again, what we what they should do and what they are prepared to do and willing to do and able to do under this owner. Those are all very different questions. But I appreciate the sentiment for sure, Jude. Thanks. Chris Carter, diehard Knicks fan, and I feel nothing after that win. Not sure what that means. This was... I'm uh, that that kind of nails. I'm not gonna say I felt nothing. Like I wanted to win the game down the stretch. I was rooting for the team to win the game down the stretch. I would have been really bummed out if they lost that game. For as much as the, I would have been curious to see what would have happened next. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough to be excited right now about this team. Would, will, will that change if they if they do take four out of or uh, sorry, uh, yeah, four out of six, five out of six. Now, of course, that I said that out loud, they're going to go one in six, and we're going to get all the changes that we that, that some people are, are, are rooting for. Um, thanks, Chris. Jeremy Chase, what's going on, Jeremy? As a card carrying member of the tribe, I've never heard of Jewish Heritage Night. <laughs> Dolan Loki trolling Kyrie in the Nets. I'm here for it. Hashtag Maccabees. That was an awesome, awesome rendition. Of the national anthem before the game, I loved it. Lo- especially the beatboxing dude on the end, who's throwing some of the beats down before the end of it. Here for it, all the way. <laughs> Yushan Zhu for the Julius Randall and Obi minutes watch. If either of them gets moved mid-season, does the line stay at a hundred? or changed proportional to the progress of the season. So um, I will just say, as the person who's obviously rooting for more Obi and Randall minutes, if they get to 99 minutes or 100, I think we bet 101, I forget, whatever. If they get to just the precipice and it's game 50 or whatever, and then one of them gets traded, I lose the bet. So 
I'll take the L on that one. Good question, though. Appreciate that. Requiem Gaming, The Remnant. Hello from the land of enchantment. I'm here for 16 minutes of deuce. There we go. Someone's happy. I love his intensity. It sucks. He's discouraged from shooting his best pull up twos, his best shot pull up twos. That's like, again, that's one of those things where you're like, you wonder, like the guy clearly can't hit a three right now. Should he just take the shot he's comfortable with? And he is comfortable with that shot. Um, hashtag have, have you, have you seen his G league stats? <laughs> hashtag extend Tibbs. Love it. Love it. Love the energy tonight. Sean Ford. This game reminded me of the game in 2012, right after Hurricane Sandy, where the heat came in and looked like they felt sorry for us. Stay of execution. Yeah, that was the the term that came to my mind. Um, but we'll see. You know? We'll see. It's it's so tough to judge this team because again, it, I it, I know the whole season looks a certain way after the Mavs game, but like before that, close game. Bucks, close game, Blazers. Close game, Grizzlies. Um, and now they beat a you know a good. I mean, say this: the Cavs stunk tonight. They stunk. They stunk up the joint. They were missing Jared Allen. Also, you know, All Star last year, notable. They're a third best team in the league. I, 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 what do you do with that? It's up to you. Thanks, Sean. Um. Dom to dentist, gnocchi counts as pasta? Absolutely, it counts as pasta. Just because there is potato in with the pasta, though, it's it's pasta. If, I mean, I, I'll cheat here. Go to any Italian restaurant, look in the... Like, if they have gnocchi, it's going to be featured in the pasta section. You know? Like, is ravioli pasta? Ravioli is stuffed with some kind of stuffing. So if the gnocchi is made with potato... It's no different than a ravioli as far as I'm concerned. Um, or what about a pasta dish that has all kinds of stuff mixed in with it? You know, that's pasta too. Did not think I'd be getting pasta questions on this post game. But then again, it was that kind of a game. Busy. What's going on, Busy? Uh, I guess I posted my first Super Chat too early. I predicted a win by a blowout in that Super Chat to save Tibbs' job. Unfortunately, I was right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody who wants Tibbs fired. I, I I don't know. I have a funny feeling he might be around for a little while. Maybe famous last words. We'll see. Jean-Baptiste Spiton. Seeing a lot of fe- fellow Frenchmen defending Evan Fournier as if he has nothing to do with the situation he's in right now. What's your take? Trade take take trade pod coming. Um what do I think about Evan Fournier? I think Evan Fournier came in last season and was exactly the player that he has been his entire most of his career. He gave the Knicks exactly what they should have asked, what they asked for, um, both good and bad, or what they should have expected, good and bad. Was he was asked to inhabit a different role, um, you know do much more behind the arc and do less inside the arc. And he had the ball a lot less than he's used to. Um, so, you know, he adjusted well. He seemed like a good teammate, the whole thing. This year, I do not think he played with the same verve uh, as we saw at times last season. And 
I do believe he was hurting the team. And I think at times it was, it was glaring even, but like, do I think Evan Fournier is suddenly a bad player? No. Do I think the situation for the Knicks influenced his general disposition and like the whole thing? Yes. You know, so no, I don't think you should get all the blame, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Evan Fournier deserves to be in the rotation. And yet at the same time, you look up and with the next shot, what did they shoot from three tonight? I should you put Evan Fournier back in to juice the three point shooting? I wouldn't not for where this team's at. Maybe you could convince me otherwise if they were in a different situation and they were really competing for something. Maybe that's a more interesting conversation. Maybe. I don't know though. Harry donor. What's going on, Harry? I know you have said the Knicks won't tank, but I'm curious what you think the Knicks should do at this point. The front free agency's dead. Trade prices are too high to get two stars. A tank feels like the only reasonable path. Um, what I think they should do. This is a much tougher question for me to answer now that Jalen Brunson is here because I don't think it's fair to Jalen Brunson to shut him down. I think he's playing well enough to be considered for the all-star team. I think he deserves a chance to try to make that all-star team. And I think as long as Brunson is playing, they're going to, they're going to win games again. Chalk this up to another one in the column where I don't think the Knicks win this game. If Jalen Brunson's not here. So I think that brings our total still to about four or five, depending on how, how generous you're feeling. Um, you know, in but in a in a putting the Brunson thing aside, oh my God, would I have tanked the hell out of the season? My Lord, would I have tanked the hell out of the season? I mean, the thing that I would have done, and I swear to you on my children, I had this thought, even if I was not allowed to vocalize it at the time because you couldn't, couldn't say bad things about R.J. Barrett. But the thing that I really thought they should have looked at doing, and I don't know if they ever did or I don't know if anybody would have bitten or whatever, but like even like maybe after his like midway, well, no, I guess you couldn't do it. Could you have done it before the trade deadline last year? I don't know. Whatever. At some point, call around and see, was there a shitty team willing to give you a really premium draft asset for RJ Barrett and really go full into full into the tank, you know, like get rid of your, and obviously trade Randall. That goes without saying I would have traded Randall years ago. Um, but like, you know, go all the way tank, you know, make, ensure yourself a top five pick in this draft. Like go out and try to get the worst record in the league. That's what I would have. That's what I would do if I was running the franchise, but that's me. Sam Garcia's mom, what's going on? Hi, Sam Garcia's mom and Sam Garcia's whole family. We'll always be a Rose stand, but can we get something of value for Rose and Cam? Maybe from the Lakers. Hashtag hugs to your mom. My goodness, it's a whole family affair here. Um, the problem with Rose and Cam to the Lakers, and I would imagine the Lakers would be interested in both of those players, is the only tradable salary they have that works in a trade for Rose and Cam is one Russell Westbrook. And um, as I say that, I'm going to look it up to confirm because they do have some other 
salaries that are going to be tradable pretty soon. Like Patrick. Oh, actually, maybe. You know what? I stand corrected. Sorry about that. That's a bad job by me. Patrick Beverly makes $13 million. Um, it's an expiring contract. So Patrick Beverly makes $13 million, And then they have like Kendrick Nunn makes 5.2. So Beverly and Nunn for Rose and Cam works. Now, what are you going to get for swapping Beverly and Nunn for Cam and Rose? I, I mean... Are you getting the 27 pick protected? I, I I don't know. Would you do that if you're the Lakers? Like, has have you do you have enough faith that Rose still has something left? Do you have enough? Are you excited enough about Cam's upside? Um, I don't know. I don't know. What what would the protections have to be if you're the Knicks and you could get the, the Lakers 27 first rounder lottery protected? And then if it's not, if it doesn't convey in 27, it vanishes. It turns into two second rounders. If you're the Knicks, do you do that? Do you push for top 10 protections? Do you push for top whatever protections? But then it gets complicated because whatever the protections are, I guarantee you the Knicks or the Lakers, excuse me, are not going to have that be a situation where it rolls over again and again and again, because the longer it rolls over, the longer they're prevented from trading the next first round pick. So I have to think if the Knicks or if the Lakers, excuse me, are potentially interested in trading away that 27 first rounder, as I think has been reported recently in like a smaller deal involving Beverly and Nunn. um, Yeah, the protections are going to be interesting. Um, It's not a crazy thought at all. Thanks for the question. Guy Huber then. To follow up, I actually don't mind or I actually don't hate most of what Tibbs has done this year, but Tibbs is the first domino. Without him, nothing else falls. I disagree. Cue the cue the um what do you call it? What's the oh my god, I'm uh uncut gems meme. Thank you. I I, I was gonna get it. <laughs> just, hopped in just in time. Good job. Um <clears throat> Uh, I disagree. I think they could. I think they're. I I have a feeling there's a trade coming, and it may not be a trade people are going to like. Cam for sure on the table quickly. I still think there's a better chance quickly gets traded than not. But I think they. I think there's a move in them, and I think they make it. Equals peace. What's going on? Equals peace. Thanks for the contribution. Very appreciated. Shocking that when you guys take responsibility to guard. That when guys take responsibility to guard their man and give the extra effort on rotations, the defense works. Give Tibbs the credit for tonight um, with a winky face. It, you know, <laughs> they have guys who can play defense. Unfortunately, one of those guys is Deuce McBride, and Deuce McBride on offense is like a real minus. Um, I'd still play him. I'd still give him the minutes. Where this team is at right now, Give him the minutes. Give him the minutes. The Nick King, what's going on? Can't believe you had to spend that much time on Cam, J-Mac. He's irrelevant to our future. He may not even have value as a trade asset. Nilakina 2.0. I, I I don't know about that. That's pushing it a little bit too far. I think Cam... I w- Again, just me. Just me. I think if you went around and asked 29 other GMs, what do you think of Cam Reddish? What do you what do you think the most likely outcome is for his NBA career? I bet you most people would 
say he's probably going to be turned out like his his best is going to be or his like best years are going to be essentially the role he was playing earlier this season with the Knicks when it's like 15 20 minutes off the game gives you solid defense attacks closeouts really nicely um could be a weapon in transition hopefully his three point shot is falling like that's an that's an NBA rotation player that's a guy who can be a whatever, a seventh or eighth man on a good team. I think it comes down, you know, like so many guys, I think it really does come down to the shot. If you, it's just, it's, it's tough for any team to put guys on the floor in the, there's two, there's two, you know, two fail safes or I don't know if fail safe is the right word, but like, is your guy going to get targeted on defense? Is he going to knock down threes when he's open? And, Maybe if you want to throw in there, if he gets crowded off the line, can he put the ball on the floor and make a play? But that's, I think, secondary to the, can he knock down a three when he has a chance to knock down an open three? And can he defend his position? And can he can he switch? I think the defense is there, which is a great, that's a great sign. Cam, good job. You're always going to be able to get on the floor because of your defense. The shot is, I think, enough of a question mark that I wonder how many teams would be like, yes, we will, we will invest $15 million a year in this player for the next four years. I don't know. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky with one more. I may be nuts, but I still think we are one defensive-minded wing. OG Ananobi question mark. And getting one of RJ Randall out of here from being a very good team. Guards can defend. I I think the league's really good right now. And I don't know. I don't know where that gets us to. I'm not sure. And if I keep Randall, what version of Randall am I getting? If I keep RJ, what version of RJ am I getting? I don't know. Um, Robert Cross, I prefer Tortellini Alfredo or Penny Alavatka El Dente. Firing Tibbs won't do anything. The front office is the real issue here. Hashtag 53 wins. Um, I, I like Penny Alavatka as much as the next guy. I've had one too many like mediocre Penny Alavatka dishes in my life um, that if I never had one again, it'd be fine. Tortellini Alfredo is good. Alfredo's also a little heavy. That's the problem. It's a little heavy. Like you're halfway through the dish and you're like, this is really good, but how do I, do I want to keep going here? I don't, I don't know, but it's very, totally Alfredo's good. It's very good. Requiem gaming. RJ just, Oh my God. This guy, RJ just traveled again. Hashtag shrimp fra diavolo. Shrimp fra diavolo. Another one. Good dish. Solid dish. Big fan of fra diavolo sauce. My issue with any time you have shrimp and honestly lobster in red sauce is those are not the ideal ways to eat shrimp and lobster. Lobster, obviously, there's a a ton of different ways to eat lobster where it's delicious. In a red sauce, it's like it's it's I I find it it tends to dry out the lobster a little bit and like that's just not the best that's just not the best flavor pairing for lobster. And then shrimp, again, it's really tough to make. Shrimp, like, you know, stay juicy in the red sauce because you're cooking it again in the sauce after you've cooked the shrimp. And then again, I just, I don't love that flavor pairing. It's good dish, though. I like shrimp fried apple. It's good. It's not my preferred way to eat shrimp. Um, thank you for that comment. Hey, guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? 
WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And continuing the food, the food talk, pasta talk. Robert Cross, this is for the legend of GMAC. All right, you got to get out of here, GMAC. When are you craving? When you are craving a pasta dish, what's in it? I was wondering when you were going to ask the fat guy for a food take because I've been sitting here this whole time and waiting for to get tapped in. Um, we went to an Italian restaurant here in Queens for. Valentine's Day, I want to say, and I think for like a, a family birthday that had like the greatest, easily the, the greatest and best like fettuccine Alfredo one time and then meatball parm the next time. I, I that like the go to soul, soul pasta would be fettuccine Alfredo. Okay. Um, 
And then if I'm adding something to it, like a, a well-done meatball parm, it's called Luigi's. I forget what town it's in, but it's it's further further away from Long Island where I apparently did not experience the fine dining that they have closer to the city. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> There's some good Italian places in the city. Um, I'm sure there is. I just... I well in the city, obviously. I'm saying like closer to the city. I, I was okay. No disrespect to Suffolk County, but I'm about to say something disrespectful to Suffolk Please County. Please disrespect Suffolk. Olive County. Garden is not fine Italian dining. No disrespect to Olive Garden. If you want to sponsor us, go ahead. But you know, I I I've been spoiled now by the non-chain places since moving out here. Good job by you. Yes. Ryan Huang, I They're love all a good food takes the rest of the way, by the way. That's amazing. Yes, it's possible. Uh, Ryan, cool now. I love a good fettuccine bolognese or perhaps ragu. I'm not a big meat sauce guy. Not a huge meat sauce guy. That's just a me thing. I don't begrudge anyone who likes a good meat sauce, but that's fine. Appreciate that, Ryan. Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. What is the appropriate oh, Jesus <laughs> ratio of meatballs to sausage and Sunday gravy? Hashtag 53 wins. So I will say my most controversial take, mm-hmm. which is that I'm not a big Sunday sauce guy. Again, maybe it's because I've had it 8,000 times in my life. Um, it's just, it's like the least exciting thing in the world to me. To answer your question, what is the proper ratio? I think you should probably have a few more meatballs than than sausages. Um, you got to have a good brajol in there, obviously, if you can do it right. And I don't know. If you're feeding like uh, a dozen people, then you probably want like 20 meatballs, maybe eight hot sausages, a dozen regular sausages, and then your brajol. Mm. I was waiting for you to suggest Brajol. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. again, I'm not a big Brajol guy. I I can be talked into a good Brajol. By the way, David Smith, the, the all caps guy, um, chicken franchise needs to be mentioned before. Like it was the first thing I wrote down or are selected for dishes at the wedding. It was like, okay, chicken, chicken franchise is out. When it's done right, it's outstanding. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's good. It's okay. It's, it's really hard for Italian food to excite me because I've been eating it my whole life. And I just started eating good Italian food, so it can it can get to me easily, you know. <laughs> good for good for you. Yes, better late than never. Shout out to dating an Italian, you know. Um, I think that I think that's it. Unless anybody else has food takes they want to throw at us. Oh, this is mean. <laughs> Andrew what? isn't fat. RJ is fat. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> it's funny. Mean, it's, yeah. Disagree. I'm not. I'm definitely nowhere near close to a professional athlete. But wow. Uh, Oh, you you're, you had a good shellfish take, apparently. I um, that I love, I adore shellfish. Shellfish is great. My my favorite. Here, I'll give one more food shout out before, um, before we go. Mm-hmm. Lobster, amazing shrimp, amazing. Lots of good preparations. Um, ponties. Talk about old school ponties in the in the city on the West Side Highway there, or what? Um, what West Street down there? Uh, that's old school, old school mob hangout. Um, good, good, angry lobster, delicious angry lobster. But my shellfish take, and I don't know, is crab technically shellfish? It is, yes. right? Because it has a shell. As a shell, one of my favorite dishes I've ever had, and we we make the drive to go get it. Even with two kids, we made the drive. We, we spent a night in Baltimore so we could have it. Is crabs 
at LP Steamers in the Inner Harbor in Baltimore, which is a little rinky-dink place where they put out the brown paper on the table. Shout out to my mom if she's still watching. She took me there with my stepfather when I was probably the first time I was like nine years old. And you get the mallet and you beat the crab. You open the crab and then you beat the claw to get the, the claw meat. But they got all the Old Bay spices and the, and the whole thing. And it's just like, you just go to town. It's awesome. Have you heard my all seafood take? Oh, you don't like seafood, right? I hate shit that comes out the ocean, man. Oh I just can't. I've never been able to get over the fact that like, oh, this tastes like the beach. You know? So I'm going to go out on a limb and say you've never had sea urchin. No. If it starts with sea, um, like octopus or... um. What's it called? It's calamari. I've never had calamari. Well, I haven't. I've had calamari. That's one thing. Almost. I've tried all of it. I just don't like it. What would I have to do to get you to try uni? Uni. Oh, what is it? It's sea urchin. Uni. Oh, I'll try it. I just have like something different on deck just in case. Because okay. that's the thing. She's gotten me to try everything. Like healthy shit and i usually have it's, it's been home runs the moment she brings out salmon it's like nope tastes tastes like it for, came out the ocean you know from so it is it is raw the uni mm-hmm. it's not cooked mm. and but for my for my money it is the single best taste singular taste of any food that exists and so i see the chat it's like it's like hit and miss who agrees with me and doesn't um I'm not saying that like you're wrong for liking seafood. I have well, I tried it. I, I have tried it. I do not like it is the take. That is the entire take. You know? That's fine. Yes. And that uh, uh, we have one more super chat that okay. like, at least it ends on Nick's talk. <laughs> hashtag or uh, hashtag. What am I reading? 007 Angelo. Why are we trading Emmanuel quickly and not Obi? It's a fantastic question. I don't think they should trade either of these players, to be very clear. I I really I think there's a chance of trading quickly bites them in the ass. Um, but I think it's a little bit that quickly may want to be somewhere else. I don't think he would mind being somewhere else at the very least. And I think it's probably a bit of a money thing. Like Ian reported. That's Ian Bagley's reporting. That's not me reporting it. That's and um the but the the um the the additional part of that is that if they're not trading Obi, you would certainly hope it means they continue to have big plans for Obi Toppin, which would seem to indicate dot, dot, dot. And I don't need to fill in the blank. I hope they trade neither. I think they'll trade both. So that's, that's where I'm at. I'd be shocked if they traded both. Unless it's for not this season, not this season. I'm saying, well, I mean, everybody gets traded eventually, but, but if the alternative is like, our hopes of them getting trading Randall, right? I don't think that's, I don't think that's happening. I think they would trade Obi and instead, yeah. which I hope you're right. I hope everybody that thinks they'll trade Randall is right. But I also lean more toward your worry from before the season and the worry we all share that if he improves, they'll be like, great, we got Julius back. Now let's trade for the third star. I, uh, we'll see. Again, I, think- I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're, we're. I hope everybody else is right. I just would like to be proven that this front office is that forward thinking, competent. Well, proven that they're not trying so hard to maximize Julius Randle that he 
they're maximizing him to trade and maximize the guy that's behind him, you know? But they see what we see in Obi. Um, just to put a cap on the cam and Derek Rose, the, the, uh, so that I'm, I don't know if the Knicks requested them or, or the, the, excuse me, if the beat guys requested them or not, but the Knicks did not make Cam Reddish or Derek Rose available to the media. Unsurprisingly. Well, here's a better cap on, on the conversation. Bruce Taylor. Imagine if Tibbs showed as much faith in Cam as Emmanuel Quickly. I, I, I think Emmanuel Quickly, I don't think that's a fair, I don't think you have to, to like bash Emmanuel Quickly to, to build up Cam. If you want to say that Tibbs should show faith in Cam, more faith in Cam, that's fine. Um, again, I would argue that that is partially an organizational decision, um, but quickly has done everything and then some. I know he hasn't shot it well this year, and he didn't really shoot it that well last year, but that dude should play. I think if they're going to a 10-man rotation still, and Derek Rose is in instead of Cam, I'll have an issue. If they're going down to nine and they're trying to maximize their high defensive units, I I don't like I understand what he did today. I just empathize with those that like listen, the Cam Hive did something to Benji that last week that I'm just like not a fan of. So I'm not like on board with that either. I will say I am empathizing with those that saw him, their guy finally getting a shot. Having said that, if they go to a nine-man rotation and it's like the defense is the issue, then I get it. And hopefully the defense improves as a result. I, um, geez, you know what I'm actually curious now? How many back-to-backs do they have coming up? Um, let's end on, let's end, I have it right here. So the next back-to-back that the Knicks have is not until <clears throat> game 31 and 32 when they're home for Golden State and then home for Toronto. So if it is if it is truly a back-to-back thing, then there's theoretically Derek Rose, we should be seeing him in the next six games. Unless, of course, if, he's trading. Again, if they're going back to Derek Rose, then I have an issue with it. If they're not... I have an then, issue too. So then we're, we're in agreement with the Cam Hive. Not to the extent... Not, okay, let me rephrase that. We're in agreement with the no, notion I- that... If you're going to deuce, it's instead of Derrick Rose, not instead of Cam Reddish. I think the order, like at this point for me, deuce one, Cam two, you know, Rose three, in terms of if we're going to a nine-man rotation, that's the order I'd give it in. The, only, the, the, the pushback that... I know. I mean, I... No, I, I listen, they, 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 have a, they have a right to be aggrieved. I feel differently, but I'm certainly not going to be like you guys are wrong for feeling the way you're feeling. I just I I take a different stance. That's all. Um, Anthony Strano, Cam was putrid yesterday. He deserved to be benched today. I want to see him back in there, though. Three and D wing is what we need. Yeah, I, you know, maybe and maybe he'll get another chance. Who knows? This is where I'm curious to see what this roster looks like in January. Like as they start, Ooh. if they start peeling away some pieces, and he's like, well, we know we have this thing in Cam. He gets back in the lineup once they trade for player X, you know? I would set the over-under on current... Knicks on the current roster who will not be here after the trade deadline. I don't know if I'd set it at two and a half or three and a half, but I would set it at one of those two numbers. Current Knicks that won't be here? 
Yes, current Knicks that are either in the rotation or have so not counting Ryan Archidiacono and, right. and uh, Daquan Jeffries, like from Sims and Deuce on up. So out of those, I guess what thirteen guys, I I'm, I would put the over under at. I, can I set it at three? Do I have to set it at a half? Can I just you already said two and a half? The line is official. Two People haven't started betting yet. Unless you're saying it's a live line that can move, and then yeah, but two and a half is such an easy over for me. I might have a problem. Um, it's a very easy over for me. Two and a half. You three and a half feels 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 more. Derek Rose, Emmanuel quickly, Cam Reddish. I let me put this or, I would and be, or a center. I would be. Sh- I don't know if the center's necessarily going to trade it. I I don't know if that's on their radar. I would be shocked. Shocked if at least two of Derek Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, and Cam Reddish are not moved. I'd be shocked. And so mm-hmm. the 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 three and a half versus the two and a half is about does the third one of those three get traded? And is there a Randall trade? Or in lieu of a Randall trade, an OB trade. I don't know. We'll see. All right. This was fun. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, One more reminder from our friends at WinBet. Don't forget, download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Win $100. Download. Bet. Win. I I cry a tear. A little bit of a crocodile tear. For anybody who took the over on Donovan Mitchell tonight, better luck uh, on... Wednesday with any Trey Young prop bets, although I don't know is just Trey Young going to play because there's some some stuff going on down with him in Atlanta. Um, but yeah, what happened with Trey Young in Atlanta? Oh, uh, you didn't see the Shams report from before I the game. Getting my heart ripped out by the New York Jets today, John. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so apparently Trey Young didn't play in their last game, uh, a win against the Nuggets because there was a pregame disagreement with his head coach, who wanted him to. Um, I guess attend walkthrough or shoot around or something. And Trey Young was getting treatment on his shoulder. So he gave him the option of like either, well, if you're not going to attend this thing that I want you to attend, you're either going to come off the bench tonight or you're not going to play in this game and you don't, don't come to the arena. And I don't think he came to the arena. And so this came out. This can't. I, I'm not even entertaining a Trey Young to the Knicks thought. That is, I didn't even. For, I didn't bring it for, up tonight because I don't even want right, to go down that road for league ramifications and other teams looking to trade for him. That that's like imagine the Knicks trading for Reggie Miller. I, th- I think it's fast. I think it's a fascinating theoretical discussion about if if the Hawks were ever to put Trey Young on the trade block from this specific perspective. They just traded for a point guard who's a pretty mm-hmm. damn good point guard in Dejounte Murray. And obviously, you know, Trey Young is what makes their offense go. With that being said, could you get enough for Trey Young from a team just in terms of picks and like a a pretty good player? I think you would. Where then you could turn around and then at some later time flip all of those picks and whatever picks you have left that you didn't trade out in the Jante Murray trade where you get a better fitting third piece and go all in on I guess it would be Murray, um, Hunter Okongwu and whoever this other piece would be. That's an interesting conversation to me. It is. For for the Patreon at large. 
Yes, we'll talk uh, about that. Yes, we'll, we'll uh, do some fake Ryan, tra- uh, Trey Young trades on, on next week's Patreon episode. Shout out Ryan, one more. Ryan Huang, Trey Young hates Aglio et Olio. Can you clarify what that means, Ryan, oh, in the chat? Because I have, you can Google it. While you Google, I'll filibuster. I will just say what I said five games ago, which is a fascinating destination. Oh, it's a type of we- pasta. Oh, so Trey Young hates that. Garlic and olive oil. Oh, what? Okay. I don't necessarily disagree with him. I, the garlic, I'm in. The olive oil, I can. I should have known. Right. Uh, 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 am I going to pronounce this correctly? Alio. I should. I should have remembered that that was garlic. That's a bad, bad job, job by you. Um, last thing I'll say is I know after watching your post game, I think just being a Knicks game, Knicks fan, we all thought today might have been a bit of a a. I don't say like a final final gasp for for Tibbs. At least we all thought that if they got embarrassed tonight, some decisions might have gotten made. Um, and yet, what I had said when I did the post game for the Blazers game, looking ahead at the schedule, was get the Pistons game and get one more, get one more win before that's, the Hawks are done. And after twenty five games, be twelve and thirteen. That's why. Or it'd be, be eleven. It'd be at worst eleven and fourteen. It'd be at worst eleven and fourteen by the Hawks game. It's then the, your schedule is like they play Charlotte, they play the Bulls eleven times. Like what, they, their schedule gets much easier. That's why I just went through it earlier. Like even if they lose the Hawks game, mm-hmm. it should not be a shock to anyone if this team then rattles off four wins in six games and is fifteen and fifteen by the thirty game mark. Which is why, again, it is not the it is not the what it is the. How the how that has gotten us to this point. And I'm not just talking about the blowouts. I'm not just talking about the three point um, defense and the, th- the defense in general. I'm talking about the decision making processes that have taken place all throughout this year. And when you when you when you combine them with a lot of the stuff that happened last year, it, it has gotten us to where we are. Mm-hmm. OK. All right. Thanks again to our friends at Wimbet. Thanks to everybody who wanted to talk pasta tonight. And uh, we will see you. Uh, me and Jeremy have our regular pie drop in uh, tomorrow night. So it'll be your way on Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. And we'll talk to you soon. Peace out. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.